is the Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists in Cedar Falls, Iowa, and I'm your host, Kat Bean Hansen. Welcome. We're glad you're here. This week's message was originally given on January 2nd. Our member Michaela Rich delivers a message called Science is Real. Good morning again, everyone. I'm Michaela Rich, and I'll I'm pleased and privileged to talk with you this morning about science. So first I'm going to introduce myself and then I will talk a little bit about why it's important uh, for everyone to learn science and then also talk about how we might encourage those in our lives who are studying and learning science and uh, how we might help them out. So as I've said, my name is Michaela Rich, or you can call me Mickey, my lifelong nickname. And I've been fortunate to be a member and part of the UU since 2004. Okay, and so there's uh, many wonderful things I've learned from each of you in the congregation. And um, I've just always been struck by uh, when when you've come up here, uh, when the minister's been absent, how many of you have shared a little bit of your own story. And so that's uh, that's what I'm going to do today. This is from my perspective. And so I want to say uh, with everybody out there on Zoom and our small but mighty crowd um, here in the sanctuary that I uh, welcome further discussion um, in email, on social media. If you happen to see me in person, I would uh, love to hear from you because um, I'm an educator, as many of you are, and um, have studied science, as many of you also have. So I would love to continue that conversation. So um, I've I've been teaching at the college level for almost 25 years, um, a variety of classes, uh, mostly chemistry. Uh, chemistry is a little bit of biology, uh, introduction to organic and biochem, some environmental science, um, some health, physical science, and a little bit of math. So uh, quite a few things over the years. And um, I want to talk about how studying science has helped me and also things I've heard from family, friends, and students over the time, the ways that science can help us um, when we're not um, working in a lab as a laboratory scientist, or we don't necessarily have the word scientist um, as as part of our title. So that's, uh, that's what I'm going to start with. Okay, so that being said, here's what this will not be about. So this is not about encouraging people to study science to get jobs. Um, That part is obvious. You know, we need people whose jobs are in science and that if you're going to be an engineer for a job, for example, if that's what you'll do for money, you're going to have to study science to do it. And it's also not going to be about how everybody should study science for their major Um, because not everybody wants to do that, okay? It's more about how it's a foundational subject, and um, it's also not going to be about arguments among science or um, how people interpret the data, because, of course, scientists interpret the data differently, and that's important. That's what makes it science, and that's what makes it stronger, okay? So science is real and important, 
those are all conversations we could have, but this is more about how science and learning science and doing some science um, can benefit people who aren't necessarily scientists. Okay, so how science has uh, benefited me um, starts in many ways. So first off, I wanna tell you, I did not grow up saying, I wanna be a scientist or study science. I, I wasn't a sciencey person, I, I was not. I just liked to read a lot of books all the time and learn stuff, okay? So that was, that was basically me. And um, I went to college, uh, but I didn't know what to study. I like a lot of things. I'm interested in a lot of things and I didn't know what to study. So I sat down in front of the advisor and he said, well, you better start with something. So pick something you like, and then if you like it, keep going. And if you hate it, change your mind. And I was like, all right. So signed up for science classes, chemistry, biology, physics, and math, and kept on going. And here I am. And I do want to say that I did not love um, science lab. It's at all. Um, it's time limited. It was grade focused. It was anxiety inducing. Like a lot of it was really horrible. Um, but I love learning about it. And over time, I also grew to learn to love being in a laboratory when I was able to be on research projects. So I have to say that this is my number one favorite thing about science is working on research projects. But in order to do this, I also understand I had to learn techniques. I had to learn information that I could apply for that. And also when I say research, I mean research. I mean, posing questions, finding answers. I don't mean looking up stuff online. Okay, so now people say, do your research, but we know that's not what that is. Okay, so real research, like looking at a problem and attempting to find answers to the questions posed um, using science. Okay, so that was my favorite part about college, um, the research, the lab work, and I was able to do some internships with the Department of Energy and then go on to grad school and work on some projects there. So after grad school, there I was working retail at the mall. Okay, so my first job after grad school was a retail at the apartment store in College Square Mall. And I was often confronted with too bad you went to college and you did all that and you're not using your degree, right? And then I went on from there and I worked at UNI and I did a lot of things. So conference planning, um, organizing, contract training with businesses. I've been a program manager for one of UNI's outreach centers. And again, I would hear, oh, too bad, you're not using your degree. And um, they lie, okay? So <laughs> um, that's a lie. and. I run into that with my students quite a bit. You know, they'll say, well, you know, I wanted to do this, but then people say, well, how are you gonna use that degree? Or, and this whole not using your degree thing is just a lie. So what I like to tell my students is, your jobs are gonna come and go. And what you do for money is gonna come and go, but your education, what you learn, your experiences, your life, you get to keep that. And so science has taught me many things 
even though I don't go into a laboratory every day and, and get paid for working in a laboratory. And I use these things every single day uh, throughout my life and in every one of the jobs that I've had. Okay, so now we'll talk about a few of these here. And number one is problem solving. Science teaches us how to recognize a problem and systematically and logically use a process to figure things out. So you, you're kind of, you've got all this in front of you. It's a problem. What are you going to do? Well, you have to figure it out. So I often say to my students, okay, we're going to take this problem, whether it be something in the laboratory or a story problem in a book, and we're going to take it apart and we're going to use our logical process. We're going to put it all back together and we're going to figure it out. And this can be a real challenge, especially, I know a lot of you, you've done those story problems, you've been confronted with situations, but you just got to practice it. And so, um, you know, I have a lot of examples. So you're at work and somebody's supposed to train you because you have a new job and they're teaching you a new computer system. But guess what? They were sick that day or someone called them away. They got an important call and they didn't show up. And there you are. You got to figure it out yourself. Um, you know, so we can, we can do that using science. Also, I have learned um, how to learn. So when I was studying and going through all of those trials and all of that practice, um, I learned that there are certain ways that work best for me to learn, and, and we all can, can do that as well. And then as soon as I started to learn more, I was also confronted with, as we all are, that there's so much more to learn. There's so many things we know, but then there's so much that we don't know. And that is what science, one of the things that science teaches me, that no one can know everything, and there's always more to learn, and we need to keep our minds open to it. And also, learning something, it takes time. It takes work. It takes energy and investment and practice. We aren't born with it. Very few. Okay, so just like anything, learning to play a, a musical instrument or make free throws in basketball, all of these things take practice, as does learning. And um, it takes some initiative and some time, and we can do it. But also, we're going to mess up. We are definitely going to fail. And science teaches us this also. So when I was studying, I failed... I failed several, not a lot, but many a test. And my students don't believe this when I tell them. Because when I'm standing up there now, they look at me and they're like, oh, she knows how to do this. This must be so easy. I should know it right away. Well, of course not, right? It takes time, practice, and there's going to be a lot of failure along the way. So it teaches you that you can fail and you have to learn how to use that failure and accept that challenge of something being wrong and work it out and get up again and persist and keep on going. And again, use this all the time at work, right? Make a mistake. How are we going to fix it? And just taking a deep breath and coming up with your own solution to the problems that you make, like owning up to them and then uh, figuring out how to solve it. And so science teaches us this. And along with that, too, the more we practice, the more we learn, confidence, confidence that we can learn. 
So it's not an arrogance that we know everything, right? It's a confidence that there's a lot to know. And if we want to learn something new, we better just roll up our sleeves and get started. And it's going to be hard and we're going to fail, but we can make progress and we can have that learning experience. And along with that, take your curiosity and ask a lot of questions. So were you use? So <laughs> we're curious, we're curious people and we like to ask questions and we encourage that. And that is one thing that um, science teaches us as well. And um, every workplace that I've been at, always bugging my supervisor, why is this, why is that? And many, well, you don't need to know and that's above your pay grade kind of things, but you know, I always wanna know and I'm not gonna stop asking. So questions. And science also teaches us how to frame a question, you know, how to ask it and how to use our background information to ask a logical question. So keep asking questions. And also science teaches us how to communicate. Sometimes we think of a person just on their own in their laboratory, all by themselves being solitary and not really working with anyone, but that's not true. Um, you know, scientists are creative um, in their work coming up with new things. And once, once we, we have that, we need to tell others. So we may um, complete a report, we may write a journal article, we may give a presentation. And so studying science, I, I learned how to do these things and have continued that uh, throughout my life in my jobs, of course, work, emails and um, forms and articles and grant proposals and cover letters and evaluations and all kinds of writing and then speaking. So articulating ideas in a meeting or standing up with your congregation and giving a little talk, right? Science has taught me all of these things. Also, I want to take a minute and talk about the quantitative part of science that we can learn from. So math, math is often tied to science. And my students say to me, well, I just, I don't wanna take science because I don't wanna do math. And that just makes me sad, but um, that's, that's a conversation um, that we need to improve that um, quantitative and mathematical literacy. And science does that because in science, it's, we use mathematics, right? And we make measurements. And so, you know, Lavoisier, who's considered the first modern chemist, really looked at, we can't just describe these things or talk about how we feel about them. We must make measurements. We must collect data. And so um, studying science taught me this, taught me to be more comfortable with math, with numbers, with logic, with data, and um, using that countless ways from, you know, buying a home or refinancing the house or preparing the budget at work and payroll and finances and all kinds of things, um, um, increasing that uh, mathematical literacy. Okay, so these are all different ways that um, science has helped me and you know, can help others, even if you are not, in quotes, a scientist, okay? And so the second part of this is many of us have people in our lives, um, youth in school, um, various levels, all the way from elementary, junior high, high school, college, 
um, that we want to support and encourage, or we may have friends who are going back to school in a new area that involves science. And so how can we encourage them? Because as Mary Kay said in the opening words, you know, these are some challenging times when we think about how science is being perceived just generally. And so, you know, we want to keep up the interest in science and um, keep that going. So, you know, it kind of depends like who you're working with and who you want to support. But, you know, over the years, um, through a lot of trial and error and hearing from students and talking with others, um, here's a few things from my perspective that um, we can we can do. And I believe me, I've heard it all. I've heard it all in terms of people's feelings about it. Um, because there's a lot of hatred, okay? So when I stand up there at the beginning, um, there's a lot of hatred and anxiety and just overall bad attitude, right? And um, so we, we talk about that and um, I kind of joke that, oh yay, I get to teach the class that everyone hates and no one wants to take. But I've also kind of wanted to make it one of my goals to figure out why that is and break through that a little bit so that that doesn't happen so much in the future and we can encourage each other. Okay, so um, the number one thing I think is just expect that the children in your lives and the people in your lives will learn science and don't make a big deal out of it. You know, just like you will learn to read or tie your shoes or do whatever, it's gonna be a part of your life, math and science. And don't, don't make a big deal out of that. And then, of course, um, you know, there's the traditional academics, but there's also those um, non-traditional or outside of the classroom ways that as supportive people, we can encourage. You know, so with kids, you know, games, puzzles, being outside if they really want to be with nature, music, like learning music is a wonderful way, like patterns and rhythms and um you know, learning about money and finance and, you know, friends that have interests and maybe have clubs or gaming and things with computing. Okay, so any of those things, you know, depending on, you know, if there's a curiosity and an interest there, just keep going with it. Okay, so what I want to talk about is a little more about the academic path. And if you have someone in your life who doesn't like it, right, and some things we can do to encourage and maybe um, foster that curiosity um, to help it be a little better. So uh, let your student guide you, okay? Because, you know, some people, like if you have a, a child in your life, a youth who is like really into it, embrace that and move on, okay? And just encourage it as much as possible. But, you know, maybe not. Maybe they're a little bit nervous or anxious about taking science or math. And you know, how can you support that? Everybody has kind of their sweet spot from you want to be challenged in a course in school so that you're not bored, so that you want to participate, but you don't want to feel so much like it's beyond your reach. Because if you feel like you're not prepared at all, then it's just anxiety and struggle and overwhelm, right? And so you just got to work to find that balance. And, um, how you can do that is just, like I said, don't make a big deal out of it and start early and just, you know, reinforce the skills to build over time. And, and sometimes, you know, if someone's a little older in high school, you know, they don't necessarily have that, but you can kind of help them pause and 
think about the skills that they do have, what they have learned, and just remind them that learning takes time. And if you want to study science, you don't have to be, in quotes, good at it, right? What does good even mean? You just have to keep going. And it's okay not to be in the most advanced classes. Sometimes we think it's, it's just for the people in the advanced classes. Well, to get to the advanced class, you have to start at the beginning. And sometimes you have to repeat yourself many times. And some of my best students have been people who got a D or an F the first time. And then, you know, they don't want to, but they have to take it again because it's required. And they come back and they have that repetition and they have that familiarity and they're able to build on their skills and suddenly they're teaching others and they're the leaders. Okay, so some people need a push, but other people need to take a pause and kind of step back. And so we need to encourage that as well. You know, just taking our time with it, lower that stress. And also know that today there's so many different options. You know, when, when I was younger, it was chemistry, biology, physics, math, that was kind of it, okay? But today there's so many options in school. There's computing and uh, anatomy and, and a lot of different things. Okay, so just, you know, make a change and um, find something that they do like and go from there. And um, also remember, don't focus too much on the grades, right? Great, I tell my students grades are for other people and learning is for you, right? Because grades will pass. Okay, so don't focus too much on the grades. And remember, you're going to be wrong. You're going to make a mess. It's okay to be wrong. Just keep on going, right? So just there's a lot of ways to provide that encouragement and support during this time. So as I wrap this up today, I want to thank you uh, for this conversation. And um, just remind you that science teaches us many things, right? Problem solving persistence, confidence, communication skills. And we don't have to be a scientist to learn from this. And I wanna encourage you to just keep going with the curiosity that I know you all have, right? And ask questions, we're all you use, we don't have a problem with this. And continue to share and learn from one another and enjoy learning new things. Thank you very much. This has been the Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists. The music is by Nathan Moore. If you want to learn more about the CVUU, visit our website at www.cedarvalleyuu.org. And you can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Cedar Valley UU. We welcome visitors to attend our online services on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time. If you'd like to learn more about joining us for a service, send us an email at cvuupodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.